Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Come down just a hair. A little more of you. I'm John Sears, and this Thanksgiving week, I'm thankful I get to co-host Sound Off alongside Keith Murphy. And I'm Keith Murphy. I'm thankful for the seat warmer in my car. It's getting cold out there, and it really helps. Really? Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. All right, John. I was checking my hair there on the TV. Hey, it's not. I I didn't see the red light. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Well, we got a lot to talk about, right? We we do, we do. Your chance to sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topics, Iowa frustrates Hawkeye fans with a lackluster loss to Purdue on senior day. This play here kind of about sums it up, doesn't it? Oh, man, that was ugly. It was rough at Kinnick Stadium, and the Cyclones grind out a win at Baylor. Iowa State remains mathematically alive for the Big 12 championship game. They need a lot of help, but they're alive. Sound off at 515-282-9010. In the words of Hawkeye football fans everywhere, what was that? How can a team that boat raced Ohio State lose to Purdue on senior day? How did the Hawks hang 55 on the Buckeyes and then see their defense outscore their offense the next two weeks? It makes no sense, like Adele setting fire to the rain. What? M. Night Shyamalan gave us the spellbinding sixth sense, but he also directed The Last Airbender. It's like the Hawks wet appetites with the Empire Strikes Back and then force fans to sit through back-to-back showings of Phantom Menace. How wooed. It's LaFester Rhodes, Buster Douglas, and Timmy Smith. An inexplicable sports riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma. Kirk Ferentz earned the benefit of the doubt. He's the same loyal, dignified, good guy with 14 bowls, five top 10 finishes, and three championships whom we hailed after the Ohio State beatdown. But Ferentz must own these two weeks. It's one thing to lose at Wisconsin. It's another at home to Purdue. Iowa had better players and more incentive. Purdue outcoached and outplayed the Hawks, again, on senior day. Hawkeye fans forgive bad execution, but they demand all-out effort. Iowa played poorly and looked lethargic. Do that at the dumpster fire known as Nebraska, and the Hawks will head for the least anticipated bowl game in Iowa history. Anything but Detroit, all right, anything. Keith, on Friday, Dowling won its fifth football championship in a row, unprecedented in Class 4A. 
the hate on social media started immediately. Full disclosure, I am a Dowling grad. I understand many people hate Dowling, I get it. Because Dowling is a private school, they have students from all over Central Iowa. This makes them an easy target when they're successful. And the key phrase there is, when successful. And if we're being truthful, we can modify that statement to, when successful in football, right? That's where the hate really stems from. From 2002 to 2009, Dowling was a good football program, but didn't win any titles. No one complained about Dowling's roster when they were losing. Complaints only come when Dowling has success. Dowling has recently won state titles in cross country, girls golf, girls basketball, heck, even debate. You know how many complaints we got about those activities? Zero. Football is king. But as good as the Maroons are, there seems to be this belief that Dowling is unbeatable. So good that public schools cannot compete. This is not only a slap in the face to those public schools, but also false. Dowling lost this year to Centennial. Johnston had them on the ropes in the semifinals. Iowa City West set a new title game record for passing yards, but turned the ball over four times. No doubt Dowling is good, but the gap between the Maroons and many public schools is not as wide as some think. I also see many people advocating for an all-private school class. That's basically ignoring the real elephant in the room. The private schools and Dowling are not the problem. The gap between the suburban schools and the metro city schools is the problem. Bottom line, Dowling is good. Private school or not, five in a row deserves credit. The Maroons run will end sometime, who knows? It very well could be next year. Then again, it may not be. Uh, let's they lose take, a lot on defense, I know that for a fact. Let's get to the phone calls here. We'll start with our man Les in Ames, uh, Iowa State. Remains alive, long shot, but remains alive for the Big 12 championship game at Cowboys Stadium. Uh, Les, what did you think of the workmanlike effort at Baylor? Oh, that's, that's, that, that was cake for us, guys. Um, that, was a, that was a game that we went in there and, you know, we were expected to win, of course, Baylor having the terrible record that they have. But I think Iowa State did what they needed to do. Um, uh, Zab Nolan did a great job coming in at quarterback. Alan Lazard, again, a, a big, huge part of the offense. Hakeem, the dream butler, you know, that was a massive play. I think a dream catch, the by the way, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a dream catch. Um, but, no, I think, I think it was just a well done, a great effort by everybody. I'm just looking forward to next week going to K-State, and um, K-State, you know, they, they have this reputation of upsetting teams in the Big 12, so I hope, I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, they, they, have, they upset Oklahoma State this week, so um, let's see. Let, let's see. I know I'm excited to see what happens. Always good to hear from you, Les, and what a catch and run that is, John, by Hakeem Butler. Boy, that is, uh, that's as good Second as a straight catch right week, there. Iowa State has had a play in the SportsCenter Top 10. I believe that was number two. I think Lazard might have been number one on his tip drill catch the week before. So, man, th those receivers, they were highly touted coming in. They're proving their worth right now. Yeah, when you have receivers like that, you can play four different quarterbacks and have a successful <laughs> season. It does help. Uh, Nick is in Johnston also talking Cyclone football. As Iowa State goes to Kansas State after Kansas State just served up an, an attention-getter with the win at Oklahoma State. Go ahead. Hey, Keith. Big fan, long-time uh, fan of the show. appreciate you putting me on. Just wanted to give a big uh, shout-out to the Iowa State football team. Uh, grew up a Hawkeye my whole life. So great to see Iowa State out there uh, winning some ball games. 
Great to hear from you and uh, welcome to the show. Call again anytime. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, John, David Montgomery is the question mark here. Last I knew, Las Vegas hadn't even put a point spread out there yet, waiting for the news on Montgomery. He was, again, fantastic. I think he had this 144 weekend. yards he or something like that. He so hard. He had, uh, it, it seemed like 50 broken tackles. I don't know what the official number and was. And I think he actually leads the entire country in broken or missed tackles. He does. The way they uh, you know, carry those stats or whatever he does. But, man, he's so good. And that play that he got injured just got bent backwards, kind of like a pretzel. It's an ankle injury. Nothing's broken, nothing strained. But, man, uh, they might hold him out. I mean, it, it looked bad. And when you're carted off the field, I mean, I rarely are guys carted off and then they can play, you know, rarely mm -hmm. the next week. So I hope he plays. It's a big game against Kansas State, but uh, he'd be a big loss for him. Well, you got a cold, and you're out here. I mean, that, that took courage. I, I tough it out. Yeah, you I do what I can. Uh, time player. for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges this week, so that I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Andy in Urbandale says, newly elected Des Moines City Councilman Josh Mandelbaum looks like Academy Award-winning actor Adrian Brody. Tiny ref? <laughs> Too bad there, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's not too bad. Chandler in Des Moines says Cyclone basketball player Donovan Jackson, who set the uh, Puerto Rico tip-off scoring scoring record, record 76, 76 points, points in three games. Yeah, uh, looks like former Fab Five member Jalen Rose. How about this one, Tony Ref? Guys, it's Thanksgiving turkey, and it's what's bugging Andy next. You can follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Joe writes, if the Hawkeyes continue to have Kirk call games, I'm going to sue the state for continuing to keep Kirk as a state employee. Is that legal? Can you do that? Sue the state? Kirk call games? Maybe he thinks he's calling the plays. Okay, that's yeah. Brian. Yeah. Maybe he thinks Kirk is doing it. Brian's just the, the message man. C.L. Beck writes, Baylor does not deserve to have a program, much less a win. I will not root for them. I will not sell my soul for a successful football team. That's what they did, and no win or championship is worth that. I'm proud of my Cyclone season as is. All right, more on that coming up in Face Off. We are thankful for many things, including you watching Sound Off. Thank you. And we're also thankful for What's Bugging Andy. One of the most aggravating signs of growing older is witnessing a change in culture. Something you once considered to be a universal truth suddenly turns 180 degrees. Fashion, sports, politics, tastes, and everything from houses to wristwatches. It's all changing all the time, and I get that. But I'm talking about a universal truth here. I mean, something that never, ever, ever had a flip side or a downside or another side or really any side because it was, you know, universal and the universe doesn't have sides. I'll cut to the chase here. I thought everyone looked forward to Thanksgiving turkey. It's light, it's dark, it's crispy, it's juicy, it's something you enjoy right away but then still can't wait for the leftovers. Your grandmother cooked it, your grandfather carved it. From the wealthiest dining room south of Grand to the poorest soup kitchens in the city, every room is serving turkey on Thanksgiving and every mouth is watering in anticipation. But last weekend, my wife told me she doesn't really like roast turkey. 
And then my mother-in-law concurred. And then some friends and co-workers and people I talked to over social media. It went on and on. This pantsing of an American icon. People don't like the skin, don't like the bones, don't like the giblets, don't like the biology class-like process of dissecting the carcass. Hey man, it's called carving. And I thought the head of every American household knew how to do it. Wrong. I'm wrong. I am told Turkey's future is in burgers and bacon, not on platters and heirloom place settings in a family feast. Is roast turkey really on its way to becoming the next alarming bygone era sounding food like head cheese or chitlins? Will cooking it make me appear to my grandkids the way my grandfather appeared to me when he cooked liver and onions and then chased it down with a warm glass of buttermilk? Well, you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. I don't care. I'll be the oddball. I'll be uncool. I'll be left behind. I'll be old school. But I'll only be truly thankful if my Thanksgiving still comes with a turkey. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. I never knew Andy was so passionate about turkey. I guess. Uh, Dowling celebrates a fifth straight state championship. Uh, who's in your five is next, plus more live calls from Zach and Ames, John and Coon Rapids, Stephen in Des Moines, Denny in Fort Dodge. That's all next. You can like us on Facebook at Sound Off Nation. Kevin writes, all I have to say is third and nine, quarterback draw, and get Stanley smoked. If you're going to wave the white flag, then don't get a player hurt. Also, my coaching crew in fifth grade football would have known to go for one versus two in that position. I agree with him that, that going for two was a little odd late in the game. Yeah, you don't need to do it yet. Yeah. Steve writes, time to face it, Hawk fans. Time for a regime change. How much more of this crap are you going to put up with? I do think Kirk can coach, but... I think it's time for him to move on. This program is stale. I just think it's time to rebuild and move on. If you want mediocre, then stick with what you got. Who's in your five Dowling football championships with help from Topping Photography? Number five, 2013. You remember uh, Ryan Boyle junior year, Rico Gafford, they crushed Xavier in the championship. 2014, Boyle's second state title, four touchdowns that game for the now Hawkeye quarterback. 2015, just a dominant defensive performance. They beat Cedar Rapids Kennedy 41-10. 2016, Jacob Zachary ran wild. Power football 23-10 over Iowa City West. And then on Friday night, Jason Murray, three touchdowns. They forced turnovers. They beat Iowa City West again, 35-21 for five in a row. The D is for Dynasty. And again, thank you, Topping Photography. Let's get back to the live call. Zach is in Ames. Uh, Zach, your chance to sound off. Hi, I was wondering if you guys had looked back, if I told you at the beginning of the season that Iowa State would have the seven wins and Iowa would not at this point in the season, what would you have been more surprised by? And then second of all, what is your predictions for the last game of the season? 
I would have been more surprised with uh, Iowa State having seven wins, and that's nothing against the Cyclones, but when you're coming off a two-win season. Three wins, yeah. Three, three, win, three yeah, two yeah. and then three. Yep. But then you beat Oklahoma, you beat TCU. You essentially have to beat some of those teams to get to seven. So I'm more surprised that Iowa State has seven. They've had a great year because Vegas really predicted Iowa at six and a half. Yep. Many Hawkeye fans were thinking eight, but in reality they saw what Iowa lost. So this is kind of right where Vegas predicted Iowa, but I'm more surprised at Iowa State. Yeah, I picked Iowa State to go six and six and a couple of people wanted to check me into a mental health facility. I had him at five and seven. I thought I was being pretty good, generous. I bumped him up two games and yeah. now they're blowing that out of the water. Now we both had the Hawks at eight and four. We're not going to yeah. make it. We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not getting there. We're, we're not going to make it. All right, Dodger Denny's in Fort Dodge with a thought on Cyclone football. Dodger Denny? Hey guys, that was a great game. Now we'll get ready for the next game of Kansas State and I want to congratulate the Iowa State men's basketball tournament. Guys, they beat the last game tonight, Boise State, and now we can start for a new season for them, too. And then I want to say, go Cyclone, and you guys have a nice Thanksgiving. All right, thank you. Same you to too, you, Dr. Dr. Denny. Yeah. Uh, Cyclone basketball fans feel a whole lot better about the season than they did when we had sound off last week. Man, I was at the Milwaukee game on Monday. Yeah. Anybody that watched that game just wants to just delete that from their memory. 18-point loss to one of the worst Horizon League teams this year at home, but then they bounced back for three wins. And getting Cameron Lard and, and Brace in there certainly helped inside. And Donovan Jackson played really well in this tournament down in the uh, the Puerto Rico tip-off, which I think was actually played in uh, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, they, they they couldn't play in Puerto yeah. Rico for reasons you understand from watching yeah. the news. Um, it's still in really bad shape in Puerto Rico. So it moves to Myrtle Beach, and it is odd seeing Iowa State play in what looks like um, a, a, a high school gym, really. Coastal Carolina, yeah, it looks good in these highlights, but anytime they would go to the wide shots, those fans you see, that's basically the top of the gym right there. Uh, they were all Cyclone <laughs> fans. All they cyclone need to send fans. a thank you letter to <laughs> Iowa State because the, it seems the only fans who were there were Cyclone fans. But this tournament does give Iowa State fans, I, th I think, a little bit of a relief seeing them play sure. well, seeing them win some games. Learning to play together. Yeah, and, and they, they got a lot to build on. I think Lindell Wigginton is showing that he is going to be a really good player. Nick Weiler-Babb has made a lot of strides this year. He's, he's improved a lot. And I believe point he guard was too. the MVP. Yeah, all-around MVP. The, yeah. the Heisman Trophy favorite did not lead his team to win over Kyle Kemp's Cyclones and Norman, but that's not why Baker Mayfield made Soundoff's face-off. Plus, more live calls. We'll close it up at 515-282-9010. You can email the show sound off at whotv.com. Congratulations to the Hawkeyes on their loss yesterday for once again playing down to their opponent. Expect the Hawkeyes to continue to embarrass themselves on Friday when they suffer their third straight loss. Danny and West Des Moines. Yeesh. That's kind of nasty. Man. Been a Hawk fan for 60 years. This loss was terrible. Terrible. Got out coached. Why do we call the same running play on first down every time? Brian keeps doing the same thing over and over, Brian Ferentz. Something has to change. Throw the ball downfield. Use tight ends. Anything. We have to change to beat Nebraska. That's from Mike in Ankeny. Fans are restless Ugh. again. Just a couple weeks after being really happy. Time for more topics. We call it face-off. In the most 2017 thing ever, LeVar Ball said President Trump had nothing to do with his son being released from house arrest in China. And Trump responded, he should have left Ball's son in jail. This is Twitter gold. 
I do believe President Trump played a significant role in the preferential treatment. LeVar Ball should do what the three players did, be thankful and contrite. But that's not LeVar Ball. And that's why President Trump should have just ignored Ball. But he can't. No, he can't. Iowa State can still make the Big 12 championship game, but it takes a Baylor win over TCU. Many Cyclone fans said they'd never cheer for Baylor, not after several years of Baylor enabling a rape culture. What's a fan to do? Root for TCU to lose, not Baylor to win. Isn't that the same thing? It helps. More antics from Baker Mayfield, this time crotch grabbing aimed at Kansas players. I think he's the best player in the country, but will you vote this guy for the Heisman? Kansas captains would not shake Mayfield's hand, which was stupid. And Mayfield did apologize for grabbing his crotch. <laughs> Trash talking goes on in football more than people realize. Mayfield will win the Heisman easily. I may still vote for him, but the best player I saw this season was Saquon Barkley. He was good against Iowa. Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive. Chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit. Who finished second? Mark Mangino? <laughs> Come on, Blake Shelton is, is not in that class. Overrated. Overrated. This is a Thanksgiving dinner edition. Right. Overrated. Green bean casserole. This stuff is straight nasty. You don't like green bean casserole? No, I do not odd. agree with this. Underrated no. corn casserole. It's okay. No, it's delicious. No, wait. You like corn casserole? Yeah, and don't bean? cut the calories by substituting yogurt for sour cream. Bring the flavors. Delicious. Delicious. I don't I can, know if I agree with that. I, I can eat I it. like green bean casserole. Are you kidding? It's just, it it's, goes great with turkey. Oh, that's disgusting. Turkey and mashed potatoes we should and do stuffing. A we should do a poll. Uh, All right, boys, you got one minute. I said one minute. One minute. Keep All right. tight. All right, thank you, Tiny Ref. Uh, he didn't just judge today. He also was warning us. So one minute. <laughs> we, uh, we'll get one thought from uh, three people. We'll start with John and Cood Rapids. John, go ahead. How's it going, fellas? Good. Good. What's up? So I want to talk tonight about the freaking Philadelphia Eagles, the big comeback win over the Dallas Cowboys. Man, they scored That's one 30 points right there, in the yeah. second half. Man, killed the Cowboys. Cowboys are trending down. Eagles are number one on the uh, team They're index right now, the, right? Them and the Patriots collision course. Maybe. Steven in Des Moines. Hi, Steven. Hey, how y'all doing? Oh, doing What's good. Up? Hey, listen, I, I got three thoughts. First of all, I'm a Hawkeye fan. And my thought is go Cyclones because you're showing effort. And Hawkeyes, why are you afraid of success? Uh, you think they're f afraid of success? Yeah, I do. How did they beat Ohio State the way they beat them and then lose to Purdue at home? All right, we're going to have to go to Gene and Ankeny for the final 10 seconds. Gene? Hey, guys, have a joyous show. Thanks. Um, I, I, the only really one that I can think of in the Hawks playing in the last few games is they wear black suits against Ohio State. Maybe they should go back to those uniforms. The black Sorry, uniforms. Got to yeah. end it there, Gene. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. Van Meter celebrates its first state football championship. Congratulations to former sound off intern, the great Addison Bouton, assistant coach, and all the Bulldogs state champions for the first time. Perfect.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 